Would you protest for 70 days straight for something you believe in? How about a year and a half? How long would you fight for your culture, history, and family? This week, we're talking about a woman who will never sit aside when her people need her. Her name is Madonna Thunderhawk, and this is Unusual Women. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Michaela. Oh my gosh, introductions. My name is Michaela, and this is... I'm Brogan. You would think we'd be better at introductions by now. We always take the second time to do it. Yeah, and seeing as this is, what, our last episode of season two? last episode of season two. Do you think we would get somewhat good at speaking? But I haven't yet. Stay tuned to next season when maybe I learn to talk. (laughs) But anyway, back to the episode. So this week we're going to be talking about Madonna Thunderhawk. Madonna was born Madonna Gilbert in 1940. She was raised on the Yachton Sioux Reservation. Her mother was an environmental activist and Madonna followed right in her footsteps. In college, she got her degree in human services and dedicated her life to the preservation of Native American culture. So Madonna took part in the occupation of Alcatraz. The occupation of Alcatraz was a sit-in protest where 89 Native Americans from various tribes lived together for 19 months on Alcatraz. This was because of the Treaty of Fort Laramie. The treaty stated that all government land that was not being used would would be returned back to the Native tribes who originated from there. The prison of Alcatraz was closed in 1963, and the property went on to be abandoned. The sit-in was in 1969, and they protested that the land was not being used, and as the treaty states, it should be returned to them. Which is fair. Yes, I mean, that is fair. And actually, I have never heard of this treaty before. Yeah, I think it's great. Of course, give the land back. Uh, So I thought this was interesting. So Alcatraz, you know, being this famous prison, um obviously you know was a bit on the run down side um so the property went abandoned in 1963 and the sit-in was in 1969 so that's you know a good chunk of years that passed uh in which this place really just went more and more to ruin and they lived there yeah like this group of you know protesters lived there for 19 months on this abandoned run down prison island which i think is really really impressive isn't what did they um what did they do because i mean i know the protests happened but isn't alcatraz now like a weird tourist destination it is uh so the reason the protest ended was because the u.s government stepped in and was like get out which sucks because they already did that to them years ago right uh and like nothing was done the treaty even though states that this land should go back to them the u.s government turned it basically into a tourist attraction which now it's being used again because now it's a museum this yeah yep that's some shady shady stuff right there um if you don't know the history of native americans and the american government i think that everyone should be looking it up that's my comment. yeah because we didn't learn in elementary school so you have to look it up as an adult it's it's a real it's a real bummer uh 
but yeah, basically they were trying to get the, the Alcatraz back. So they were protesting. The U.S. government stepped in and then turned it into a tourist destination, which now it's technically being used again. So they don't have to return the land. Just, you know, typical American stuff. So Madonna was also a part of the Wounded Knee occupation in 1973. So back in 1890, so we're taking it a little further back, in present-day uh, South Dakota, the Lakota people were massacred by the U.S. troops. Uh, basically, they killed 300 Native Americans, uh, including women and children, just completely destroyed the whole uh, civilization and town that was there. So the Wounded Knee occupation took place on the same land where the massacre had, had occurred. There was a lot of controversy about this protest. Um, it lasted for 71 days. The town that is now Wounded Knee was taken over by the Native Americans in this protest and turned basically into a war zone. Uh, two Native Americans were killed in a shootout. The uh, U.S. Marshal was shot and resulted in him being paralyzed. Um, so there was a lot. This was really just turned into basically a, a war zone for 71 days in South Dakota. Uh, actually, even the town itself was so badly damaged that they couldn't even start to rebuild it until the 2000s. So to be clear, for my brain... Right, because I didn't learn, I mean, I know most people don't learn mostly about accurate histories about Native Americans with the U.S. like colonization of America. 1890 wasn't that long ago in reality. And so South Dakota didn't exist in 1890? So it did, but it was still technically, I guess, it a, was, more of a territory then because they hadn't fully settled on where the property lines of everything was. Because they were just stealing more and more land from Native Americans. Exactly. So it is South Dakota as we know it today and kind of was at that time, but of course actually it belonged to Native Americans. So I don't want to say like it was South Dakota because right. it wasn't. It was the Lakota's people's right. land. Yeah. And whatever they chose to name it, which was probably not South Dakota. You can actually look that up. There's a website and I'll put it in the show notes of where you can look up like where your zip, uh, zip code is and it'll tell you what the native land was actually called. Right. And I think that's great. So yes, it, we right. were all states and, you know, it was South Dakota, but I didn't really want to list it as that because it wasn't their land and they killed a bunch of people. They killed a lot of people. Um, so it'd be wrong to be talking about this sit-in without talking about Ray Robinson. Uh, it's so hard because we are obviously a feminist podcast and we talk a lot about empowering women, but this story has a really dark note in it. And I think it would be wrong to exclude it just because we're trying to, you know, push the women empowering women um, because this this happened and it should be talked about too. So basically what happened was Ray Robinson was a civil rights, civil rights activist and he joined the protest at Wounded Knee, uh, but he disappeared during it, which led to an FBI investigation. So there was basically two different versions of the story, but basically, basically what happened, he got into an altercation with somebody else, like a fellow protester, uh, in which Ray was shot in the leg. Uh, he was taken to the Wounded Knee Medical Clinic, which was run by Madonna Thunderhawk, that's how it connects here. Um, where he was reported to have been beaten and thrown into a closet where he bled to death. Um, 
So no one was ever charged for his murder. Uh, his body is actually still missing to this day. The thing was, though, Madonna was one of the only people who worked in the clinic and one of the few people there at that time. Uh, so while there is no um, direct link in terms of like uh, charges or a court case, she was present when this happened and when a man was murdered and thrown in a closet, which it was a hospital, so they probably should have treated him. Was he joined on the side of the Native Americans? Yes, he was a Black civil rights activist who also wanted to fight for uh, Indigenous people's rights as well. History is a dark place a lot of the time. Um, so Yeah, this was interesting because there was such a big cover-up for it. Um, like the FBI said, it was one of the biggest cover-ups they've ever seen. And actually, it went cold. The case is a cold case, still never technically solved. There's two contrasting stories. Um, but both of them end with uh, him being shoved in a closet at this hospital. That's very strange. Yeah. Um, after the events of Wounded Knee, Madonna went on to open a school for Indigenous Native American kids whose parents were facing federal charges or students who had dropped out of school early. Um, the school was called We Will Remember Survival School. Very interesting name, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, she was also the co-founder of Women of Women of All Red Nations, a group that focused on um, sterilization, abuse, children and family rights, and any threats to Indigenous land. Uh, she basically started this group, though, because there were other, obviously, Native American groups that were doing very similar things, but they were all male-driven and male-run and focusing on male issues. Uh, so she made one that was for women with her friend to be able to talk about what are also issues that are specifically more towards women in this, this community. Well, and also, like, as we're talking about, like, dark history, like this forced sterilization of Indigenous women across the world and in the U.S. Um, is horrific. Um, Absolutely. I didn't even know about this until more recent years. I had never heard of this. Yeah. Um, in 20, uh, 2004, <laughs> I'm so used to saying like 2020 and 2019. <laughs> in 2004, our kids will say that. Uh, in ninth, in no, <laughs> in, right. in some year, um, in 2004 or 2K4, if we're going like full on like what people were like back in that time. In the early 2000s, um, in 2004, Madonna formed the Lakota People's Law Project, which worked with law enforcement to make sure that Indian child, the Indian Child Welfare Act was being upheld. The Indian Child Welfare Act provides protection to Native American Indigenous children in the foster care system in order to make sure they stay close to their family and their tribe, which I think is like a really important like thought that most people don't think about when you're talking about kids ending up in foster care or somehow being connected particularly with an indigenous cultures like having that also being taken away from you and like isolated where like yeah I couldn't imagine like that's so hard to think about it I actually really like this act I looked more into it and um even if you were uh in the foster care system, they tried to put you in a foster home that was either related to your tribe 
related to your family or can like give you access to the reservation. Um, and it's, yeah, still in effect to this day, um, which I actually think is really great. And I like that she made, she basically made a task force. Uh, ta Madonna basically made a task force that made sure law enforcement was actually upholding this, this welfare act, which I think is great. So in 2016, Madonna joined the resistance camp in North Dakota to protest the Dakota Access Pipeline. Right. It's still going Still on today if you don't know what the dakota access pipeline is it's an oil pipeline from canada going down the u.s through to mexico i believe right doesn't it go all the way through i believe so but i will say i don't totally know the path of it i know that it's very destructive it's very yeah so basically okay so i look it basically starts in canada and it goes through the u.s and, like, I think it, like, there's, like, supposed to be, like, different phases of, like, where the pipeline will go. So it'll be, like, more of a network of pipes. Um, but, so, one, you shouldn't, it's ridiculous to have it. It's a terrible environmental thing. We should be really, like, putting money into renewable energy. But on top of that, like, if that, the line of the pipeline goes through indigenous lands it goes through areas where if it burst, it would destroy the water, like for like a lot of areas. It goes through multiple states. It's, it, it hits like rivers, like fairly upstream. Um, it would destroy water, like destroy ecosystems. Um, so if you're into that. Um, Oh, I thought even if you were into pipelines, I was like, sure, no. I don't think anyone's going to be into pipelines. No, but if you're into the environment, like, make sure you look it up. If you don't necessarily know a whole lot about it, there was a lot during, like, part Madonna was in, there was a large protest about it. Um, in 2015, it was temporarily delayed by President Barack Obama. However, in the January of 2017, um, President Donald Trump decided to take action and basically like approved the permit from my understanding um which caused another huge issue so i believe that is when the bigger protest happened that was yeah it was during the trump well i'm sorry the uh ex-president cheeto administration i know i was like i don't want to say his name um eh. we have to censor the show now if you say it no. <laughs> um and yeah so if you if you watch the news in that time, particularly in the U.S., there was a lot of people from indigenous tribes, environmental activists, people from various communities who all traveled to the protest site in order to do like, and it went on for a long time. Yeah, it was basically, I mean, it's like a sit-in, like all the other yeah. uh, protests we had talked about earlier in the show, you know, basically the same kind of setup. Um, in Jan on January 20th um, of 2021, this year, President Joe Biden came in and did sign an executive order revoking the permit for the pipeline. That doesn't necessarily mean that the fight is over. Like, they're still, the they're still able to, like, apply for another permit. They could apply for a different permit for a different thing. I don't necessarily know all the environmental laws, but that is still a possibility and it still was built to a certain extent and so that's still an issue still an issue we're at least undoing the horrible negative um 2017 
yeah, just all of that uh, by at least putting it on pause. Hopefully they, you know, get rid of the entire project, but well, you know, baby steps. <laughs> so Madonna is 80 years old now. Uh, she still does public events. As we just talked about in 2016, she was at the protests in, um, in North Dakota. Uh, she still speaks out against the attacks on culture of indigenous and Native American people. It's really hard when you, I think, like, if we have learned anything, we really do need to be highly more educated on especially indigenous people's rights, but also the history of the place that you live and the world, right? Like, we're talking about things that I, we, I would never have learned of, particularly coming from Scotland. Like, we weren't learning about the indigenous history or the U.S. history in some regard. Like, we learn a little bit, but, like, not a lot. Um, and so it's so important to be able to listen to these people who are activists and living this and this is their culture and they're trying to like save their culture from extinction which sounds like a hyperbole but it really isn't but it's completely legit like that is what's happening or even like a lot of the national parks aren't they like leased to the u.s government is that something i made up i feel like that might be something oh I made up. I could. Be I mean, I'm going to be honest. I have been on indigenous lands. So many of those national parks are indigenous lands. That is true. Yeah. I wonder if that counts as not giving it back on the treaty because it's a park. I think there was a. I don't know. I don't think Madonna was a part of this, but I remember there being during the campaign trail of our previous administration there was a barricade made by indigenous people because uh, he was wanting to do a uh, speech at Mount Rushmore, which is called, or the Six Grandfathers Mountain, but it's I believe it's called something else if it's for native land. But it's called Mount Rushmore for touristy, like, colonization of america Let's yeah they put a bunch of faces on a rock right yeah um so i but i believe the reason there was a barricade was because it was technically leased to the united states government by the indigenous people of that land and that tribe well i'm all for giving it all back yeah i think we should i'm good i'm good with all of it I think there should, fine with me. there should absolutely be reparations and it should not be like, isn't the interior, well, the interior secretary is an indigenous woman now. Yes. Yeah. Which, that was big news. It was big news. That's incredible. The fact that more indigenous people and Native American people have not been part of the cabinets and government of the United States is very. Right. It's a. It's not so uh, it's disappointing that they weren't right. at the table as much as uh, they should be because literally this was their land. Um, but it's also unfortunately not surprising based on the history of this country. Right. And also just killing everyone. Yeah. Uh, the murder, just the, the murder. There was a lot of murder. Yeah. Concludes our 10th and final episode of Unusual Women. Um, we highly recommend looking up Madonna Thunderhawk and all the incredible things she does, and also the other incredible Indigenous Native American 
people who are cultural activists for their culture or environmentalists and also just amazing people with such a strength in history that we should all be learning more about um if you get a chance sign petitions to stop the pipeline we would really appreciate that because uh one yeah the environmental impact into the cultural impact is just not worth it we should put money towards renewable energy put money towards renewable energy um also i will put the link to that really cool website that i can't remember the name of but we'll find where it tells you where you're living what the original indigenous land was because i think it's so interesting to see what tribes were living in that area that you now like what i would call brooklyn is not what that was and so it's an interesting thing. I will put that in the show notes so everyone can check out where they live or just random postcodes, zip codes, sorry, in the US. And as always, thank you so much for listening and supporting us. You know, if you could share and like and comment, we'd really love that. Let us know if you have anything you want to add or any, you know, fun facts or details or really anything. We really appreciate learning more. And thank you again so much for supporting us. Thank you so much for supporting us. Also, if you do want more Unusual Women, make sure to give us a like, subscribe, review. Let us know. This is our final episode for this season, but if there is enough interest, we will definitely be looking at getting that started for a third one sooner rather than later. So if you like what we're doing, make sure you tell us. (laughs) Tell us, please. Thanks again, guys.